anybody else hear that buzzing? Games podcast. This is level 201, Elden Rung. That's right. We are back. We are back with another episode of the Geekscape Games podcast, the number one video game podcast on the Geekscape.net work. I'm your illustrious host, Shane O'Hare, greeted with two of my most favorite people ever, Digital Derek Cranveld and Josh Jackson. Hey there. Hey. Welcome back, boys. Thanks. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. I hope I can stay around for the whole episode this time. <laughs> yeah, that was a uh, that was a wild one. Um, we uh, we it was a wild one. Edited in a, a, a piss break. Uh, that was a uh, it was great. It was great. Um, but we're back back at it again on a, a hot Sunday afternoon. Uh, how is how is the video gameist in my life going lately? What's uh, what's what's been uh, popping off for your life besides Derek resurrecting a, a laptop from the grave so he can record the show today? <laughs> And burying another one. <laughs> Jesus, man. <laughs> Is that it? Okay. <laughs> no. Gotta get, gotta get that ring rust off. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's a, I don't know. I don't want to talk about my terrible life right now. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that a series of uh, children's books? The My terrible life? <laughs> no, like, it should be. It should, it'll get them ready for uh, you know, all the terrible things that will happen in your life. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's it. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, we, uh, do we want to just start again? Like, no, no, this no, is no, so bad. No, no, no. It's great. No, we're uh, uh, as per usual, starting forty six minutes late uh, due to technical difficulties. But luckily, it's on a Sunday, and um, I was spending the most of my afternoon just uh, lying on the couch uh, watching sick vids on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, Josh, what have uh, what have you been getting up to in your life and or video games? Um, they just fixed our water heater today. We've been taking cold showers for a week. Hell yeah. That was like it's... the most exciting thing that's happened all week. Okay. Tell I, us about I, I, that. I should, actually, uh, no, on, I'm sorry. On, I, on demand or is it a glass glass lined boiler? What do we got? Uh, I have no idea. All I know is that it almost set the building on fire, apparently. Oh, so they had to replace it. Um, and then the landlord didn't want to call the fire department or maintenance for a week. Oh, lovely. So, you know, we're just we're just kind of gambling with it gambling with our livelihoods you know same old same old yeah but okay business as usual living under the shadow of the scientology church oh yeah for sure i mean you know the buildings getting caught on fire is probably only the second most dangerous thing we were exposed to this week with that church (laughs) looming over us but but yeah no that's it like just been hanging around uh just had our anniversary uh a couple days ago and then we've just been playing fogs all week and that's it that's like nothing exciting is happening what the hell is a fog and um could you never mind i was gonna make a i was gonna make a joke a rough joke so tell oh, me about no. your your fogging no no i'm, I'm glad you asked because that's all I've, that's what i've been playing all weekend um <laughs> and it's also leaving game pass as usual as the usual trend goes so um it's this indie game where you play as like a two-headed dog snake Kind of, I guess that's the best way to describe it. Huh, okay. And so you could play as co- you could play co-op. So one person controls one head and one person controls another, and it's just 
like a bunch of puzzles and challenges where you have to basically use uh, physics to like wrap the dog around into certain shapes or uh, walk onto certain like platforms at the same time. Kind of like a snipper kind clips of thing. type of. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, it's like imagine like cat dog, but with no legs. Okay. <laughs> um, I, uh, I I do I do have to ask um, when I typed in fog into P H O G into um, uh, the good old uh, search engine there. Uh, I I imagine it has nothing to do with the um, the uh, uh, early early nineteen hundreds baseball coach Fog Allen. Uh, maybe that's maybe that's a secret ending. I don't know. There you go. All right. <laughs> well, I haven't I haven't beat the game yet, so maybe maybe he pops up at the end to congratulate you. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's cool. It's all right. Like it's pretty boring in stretches because it's a lot of the same puzzles over and over again. Like one head will hang off of something while the other head like swings and latches onto something else or like one person like you have to both touch a switch at the same time and it's a lot of that kind of stuff but every once in a while there'll be a, like a stage that's really really creative and will make me glad I played it so like there was one stage in particular where where the where your fog will freeze at whatever shape it's at so in order to reach areas you normally wouldn't be able to, you'll like freeze and the whole body will just be stuck in one position. So you can go across large gaps that you couldn't normally reach and that yeah. kind of stuff. It's so got a, it was, it's got a big genital jousting vibe looking at it. I could see that. Well, the loading, the loading screens we were saying looks like, I don't know. It looks inappropriate, so to speak. <laughs> so to speak. But, this, this is a uh, this uh, podcast is rated explicit on iTunes. So uh, uh, let's hear it. Oh no! It just looks like a double sided dick. It's <laughs> 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 so. I mean, what, like most of the game does, but yeah, it's cool. It's. I am glad I played it, but if I never played it, I would be heartbroken. Um, but you but had it, to because it's leaving Game Pass. Yeah, and there's two days left. So. Yeah, no choice. Yeah, so everybody else has, everybody else needs to jump on it too, because otherwise it's like twenty five bucks. Is it worth? So. You think it's not worth twenty five bucks? Uh, no, not at all. It has one of those. That's one more thing about it, though. It has one of those weird issues where the game's too long because. Oh yeah. A, like I said, a lot of the game is just the same stuff over and over again. And there's three worlds, and each world is like eight levels, and each level is like twenty to thirty minutes, and after a while, they're just like, fuck, just end already. You can oh, that feels game long in half. for a level. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, this game could have been cut in half, and I would feel like I'd be much happier with it instead of... Like, based on what you're describing, I thought it would be, like, five-minute stages or, like, something like that, like, and where there's yeah. a ton of them, and they're, like, little puzzles that you have to solve, but that sounds lengthy. Yeah, it would be a lot better if it was in smaller, more digestible parts instead of 20 to 30-minute stages, and then you multiply that by, like, seven... And then per world, that's like eight, eight to ten hours, depending on if you get stuck on any of the yeah, puzzles. Yeah, jeez. Oh, no boy. It's like, yeah, and I think that's like it's weird to say, but that's one of the things that holds it back the most is just just too much fogging. Like you can't. <laughs> it's just like you know you have fun with fog for a while, and then it just keeps going, and you just want it to be over with. But yeah, yeah. I mean, some you know sometimes you know bad communication happens when you're fogging and you can't uh you know someone someone's done but they assume the other person's done fogging but you know you you think oh i wish you keep playing that we should keep going 
for the other person's benefit, but they're they're tapped out too. So I think you need to communicate more um, during fogging. Yeah. Well, we have all the achievements so far, so I think our communication's pretty good. <laughs> like she usually, you know, she's usually telling me where to go and what to do, and I just do it, and then it works out. Sounds like my <laughs> sounds like my fogging life. <laughs> Those are the worst jokes that I've ever heard. Well, top, top comedy podcast. You know, if those are the worst jokes you've ever heard, we're only 10 minutes in. We're just getting started. (laughs) Yeah, dude. (laughs) It's great. We can make, we can make. Actually, I I take that back. The the jokes that Shane was making before we came on are worse. Uh, (laughs) I just think, I think that those jokes were worse for their content, not for their comedy um, (laughs) and or delivery. So. um you uh i i I gotta i gotta share some secret sauce and i may be shooting myself in the foot with this but i shared it with carlos some time back but um i haven't paid for xbox game pass in ever and um if you if you have a microsoft account if you use game pass dude they're gonna tell us to get on the rewards and i feel like Every like six months, I'll be. I'm sorry to to in, in, to interrupt you, but every six months, I'll be like, I'm gonna do the rewards thing, so I don't have to pay for Game Pass. And I like, I'm like, right now, my Game Pass is good until like May 2024, because anytime there's like a glitch or like a discount or something weird happens, like I always top it up to like the three year mark. But every like six months, I'm like, oh, you know, people say you can get it for free, just like doing the Microsoft Rewards stuff. And it's like, and then like, I'll do it for like four or five days. And then it's just so boring because like doing the little quizzes and it used to be like a while back, I would have a, just a folder of tabs like that were Bing searches. And then, so every day I would go and be like, bam, open all, open all, open all in new tabs or whatever. And it would count every search, but now it doesn't seem like that works anymore. So you have to like actually search and it's like not worth the time. Like I'll just pay the $15. (laughs) <laughs> all right well, well you know for what me, oh go ahead I in, for me if i individually click on the tabs it'll count like it won't count all the tabs but i don't actually have to manually search i just click on that tab and mm. it just counts it i i gotta but, say you, you guys are uh you guys are living you guys are living uh 2008 wait no what's the lyric uh fuck 2000, 2000 late yeah yeah you guys are uh 2000 and late um because we live in the world of chrome extensions and we live in the world of automatic Bing searches Chrome mm-hmm. extension. Is there a Chrome extension for it? Uh, you have but, to find it. It is yeah. removed from the store. You have to <laughs> you have to pack it yourself. But every morning I get up uh, when I get to work, I click a button and it pulls me to my dashboard. I click the three daily challenges and then I click auto. And it it does uh, the challenges too, like the little quizzes. It, it, it'll answer the quizzes. It'll answer the polls. And I, I walk away and I go have my coffee. I walk around and you know talk to everybody, see how production's going. And when I get back to my computer, everything's done. Wow, that's pretty cool. Yeah. What yeah. about the mobile searches? It spoofs mobile and Internet Explorer searches. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, I I maybe shoot myself in the foot, but you know i still think i'll just pay for it on on the search side it's the same but on like the game side you know where it'll say log in to game pass or whatever they i don't know if you guys noticed but they nerfed it this month uh a bunch of the challenges that are normally there are gone and uh there's doesn't seem to be as many opportunities to get points so i think they might be catching on i did notice that yeah it's annoying 
I, uh, they don't have those punch cards on PC or, or, or I cannot figure out how to get them to work. Cause I'll click on it and it'll log me in and it'll just take me to my rewards dashboard. And it's like, turn on your Xbox. I'm like, bro, <laughs> I launched, I launched the Xbox app for my PC. Like figure out that I don't have an Xbox. <laughs> what if you, what if you launch a game at like xbox.com slash play? Do you think that that would give it? Cause then you're technically running it on an Xbox. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, mm. I don't know. We shall see. Yeah. But there, but there you go. That's that's a tip for you geekscapists out there. Uh, you can find a Chrome extension that'll help you out, and uh, it's a uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Minimal effort, and uh, you know, I'm screwing over a multi billion dollar company. It's you know, it's less effort buying it. Just pay. Just pay for it. And with auto renew, you don't even have to think about it. It just charges you the appropriate amount every month. Yeah, you oh know God, what's that's inappro- terrible. You know what's an appropriate amount for it? Nothing. I don't know. <laughs> I, if they like doubled the price, I'd still keep it. It seems so good. Yeah, I've I've gotten so much use out of it. I made a list of all the games I finished last year, and oh, I, nice. Game Pass alone is like fifty something. Jeez, I'm damn. Like, yeah, I don't. I don't need to. Like it's it's so rare that I buy physical games anymore because of Game Pass, and when I do buy physical games, it's on other platforms. Yeah, I only yeah I, yeah I only buy games for the Switch and uh, um, for the PS4, which I guess are the only consoles I have. Never mind, that was a pointless diatribe. I'm moving on, moving on. I don't know. Um, fuck, I forgot already. Um, something I was gonna say something about one of the Xbox games, but it left my brain as soon as it entered. Never mind, forget I said anything. All right, all um, right, moving on. Derek? But, yeah. Oh, Josh? <laughs> oh, no. Go, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think Josh had a couple more games. Yeah. He said it was the only game, Fog was the only game he was playing. I said this weekend. Oh. Was, was almost setting the building on fire and playing Fogs was the extent of my weekend. But, oh, uh, weekend. All right. Yeah. Okay. But, all right. But, but yeah. Week begin or but, week middle. Yeah. Um, aside from that, Another game that's leaving Game Pass in two days is near Automata, so I'm. I was already about halfway through it, but I've finally started playing that again. And is it Automata or Automata? Automata. Uh, but, okay, I've but, I, I've always wondered. I've always wondered. I mean, that's how everyone else says it. I just I just say it like I read it, so I don't okay. put that much thought into it. Mm-hmm. Which is part of the reason why it's taken me so long to play it, because. Uh, <laughs> You know, that game's gotten a lot of praise, and I have it on PS4, and I've started it multiple times, and for whatever reason, it just never hooks me. But naturally, now that it's leaving Game Pass, like I'm like, you know, fuck it, I'm just going to finally play it. <laughs> and um, it took a while, like maybe three or four hours in, but there's this one area in the game where it's like an abandoned amusement park, but it was taken over by all these enemy robots, except all the robots there don't attack you, and they're just like kind of dancing and singing and throwing confetti, and they turn this whole amusement park into this almost like a parade and a party and it's playing this really cool song in the background and just everything hit perfect like the graphics the personality of the robots the music the 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 aesthetic and the environment and everything just hit so perfect and that that was the moment where i'm like okay i get it i i see why people love this game so much and it has a quality to it almost like as weird as it sounds to compare the two, like how it takes to a lot of the praise it gets is because the gameplay mechanics change so frequently and you never have a chance to really get tired of it because right. it's keeping you on your toes. Like this isn't as varied, but it's, it's similar because the core of the game is kind of like a semi open world, like Bayonetta in a way 
So the combat's like Devil May Cry and Bayonetta, but in a wide open area. And then it'll switch between that to like a side-scrolling section, and then it'll go from that to like a bullet hell um, mode on some of the boss fights, and it's just constantly changing things up. So, Oh, I never like knew that. A, That's pretty interesting. Yeah, I think the intro scene, like the large majority of the first like half hour of it is like just bullet hell pretty much, and then eventually switches over to like the third-person action part. But yeah, it's just like constantly switching things up. And I'm not even too deep into the story yet. And I know that's the one thing where I've constantly heard, like once you get to a certain point, like the story flips itself on its head and it makes you feel bad for killing all the enemies you've killed up to that point. And I haven't even got that far. So I'm excited to finally dig into it and finally really be into it so I can play it with enthusiasm and not keep putting it off. Um, But yeah, so that one's cool. Check that out in the next two days. Um, (laughs) And then... then, um, uh, I'll speed through it because I know we're on a time limit. But uh, you were talking about the uh, the Bing searches doing them like searching themselves and that kind of stuff with the extensions. Mm-hmm. That's how I felt playing Final Fantasy twelve. I finally finished <laughs> that, and uh, I don't know. This is kind of a mini rant because I finally pushed through playing twelve after all this time. It's like one of the only Final Fantasy games I never finished. And you got are you guys familiar with like a lot of the backlash that thirteen got? Uh, it was like a hallway simulator. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like the two biggest complaints were it's a hallway simulator and that it plays itself because you're just mashing auto battle for the first like 30 hours, right? Okay. And it's like, I don't understand how 13 got that criticism and 12 never did when that's like the core mechan- the core combat mechanic of 12 is literally just find a way for the game to play itself and then set I, it that I, way. I... I vaguely remember that game being shit on when it came out for like, it isn't, can't you like you draw lines from your character kind of, or like arcs to like you click on a character and then that you click on like another uh, or an enemy and like a big like mm. swooping arc and you, you plan out what's going on and you sit there and watch the battle happen. Is that correct? Pretty much. But like the criticism that the game gets mostly, especially nowadays is mostly for the story. Ah. Um, but combat wise, I, I often see it getting praised and it's just weird to me because, um, I, when it originally came out, it came out around the same time as 11 did, which was an MMO, of course. Yeah. So I feel like this game was trying to basically create an MMO type combat system, but adapting Uh... it to a single player thing. But it's like, it's so like, I didn't even really do anything to exploit the game. Like. Basically, the way that it works is you control your main character and then the other two party members you set. It's like essentially macros, but they call them gambits in the game. So you set like certain scenarios like you can buy multiple ones so you could have a wider range of options. But the very first set of options that you get were the only ones I ever used. And I pretty much blew through the entire the entire game without having to change much. So it's like I just had my main character set to attack and then my two party members were like one of them was attack unless until someone drops below half health and then heal them. And then the other person was attack until someone drops below 30% health and heal them. And yeah, like from there, that was pretty much it. There was a few fights that I had trouble with and had to make small adjustments, but for the most part, it even got to the point where one of the last bosses of the game, I jokingly just set my main character to attack and went and go made uh, went and made lunch, and then I came back and sat down with my food, and they killed the boss. No way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's like one of the last bosses of the game, and 
it's just weird to me because 13 gets a lot of criticism mostly for its combat but this one's so much worse in that regard like i never felt engaged i never felt like any that i had to particularly strategize too much and of course like side bosses are different like you know post game bosses and secret bosses and that kind of stuff are more in depth but just strictly speaking from a story perspective i'm like shit like this game's really kind of boring and oh go ahead finish sorry no i was just going to say and you couple that with the story complaints people have which i found to be really valid too in the sense that the story has nothing to do with the main character and he's kind of just there and in in all honesty the story only really has to do with two of your characters and one of the two is only in certain sections and everyone else are just like bodies that are in the background of all this like uh political backstabbing and stuff so it's just i don't know like nothing about the game was really engaging and i kind of maintain that it's one of my least favorite games in the in the franchise and this game's weird in the sense that it seems like to be a really love love it or hate it one people either say it's one of their least favorites or like the tippy top of the franchise and i'm kind of falling on the opposite end of that 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 gambit system reminds me there was this PlayStation 1 game and i cannot remember the name of it where it was you built like a fighting robot it's not armored core but you built like a a, a fighting robot that looked a lot like um oh they looked like the hachikos from ghost in the shell and it's not like front mission is it uh, that that doesn't ring any bells but this this um you don't actually directly control them you will write code so to speak for your robots and you use these little blocks and you build a code and it's very um like pretty cool it's like like if if then go here uh and or it's really like that kind of coding i don't know that is that assembly or or is that Hmm. yeah it's assembly um but you have like a block like move forward and then then it's like do do a sensor scan if you detect an enemy go to this column of blocks and then like use this weapon or if it's it's like you, you don't detect an enemy turn 90 degrees move this direction and you would build you build a program uh not necessarily an ai but you build a program and then you would do your battles like that and there was a story and everything but i was far too young to like understand it way too young and i was like whoa this was this is weird and i just found a cheat code where you could manually control your robot <laughs> and i played the game that way but the game yeah uh, the gambit system like just shot me back to the 90s playing this playstation one game at my uncle's house mm. yeah and it's cool it's like it can it can work when it's something that's that in depth but like i said i pretty much just picked the options that they give you at the very beginning and i never had to switch them <clears throat> and like the whole way through it was just you know setting to heal at certain points and just attacking everything pretty much worked across the board i didn't even fully upgrade any of my characters because you you get the option eventually to give them two job classes instead of just just the one and because i was so indecisive i never gave them a second job class and i never really needed it because i just blew through it and now that 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 reminds me it's a story i've shared you know maybe like season one of geekscape games Mm -hmm. years ago um we uh my, my friends and i we had a land party at my friend's apartment and we um, we played uh, Diablo two, and we, like I went out and bought the Diablo two uh, battle chest from Fred Myers, and we played all the way through Diablo two, and then all the way through um, the expansion pack, and we're in like like the hallway to to Ball's chamber to defeat him, the boss at the end of the expansion pack, 
and I'm playing an assassin. And the whole time I'm like looking at all my, everyone else. And I'm like, man, they're getting so many skills and abilities, but like my skill tree sucks. Like the only thing that's cool is these fire <laughs> traps. You can lay down these fire traps. We're literally outside the gate. Like the door says to, you know, beat the game boss. And I'm sitting there leveling up my character. And I was like, wait, what's this button? And I realized that there was two other skill trees that I had not clicked <laughs> over for the, and we played this game 24 hours straight, literally 24 hours straight for, for a day. I had not clicked over to these other um, skill trees. I was like, Oh, <laughs> I've got like level 90 fire traps. Yep. I can, I can drop 20 of them and they are way overpowered, but right outside is like, Oh, I got like acrobatics and I can throw daggers <laughs> and shit. I was like, Oh man, this sucks. Uh, so they, so they were carrying you for 22 of those 24 hours. No, dude, dude, <laughs> my, my fire traps fucking killed. Like I run into a room and I'd lay them all down and it, this wall of destruction would go through and then the berserker would go running through it. Dude, I was an OP assassin. That's awesome though. Assassin's super fun on that game. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's but yeah, like I just wanted to like it more than I did. I know some people compare it to like Xenoblade and they're like, it's the same thing, but people like Xenoblade and don't complain. But in the sense of Xeno in the case of Xenoblade, it's like you were constantly engaged because the attacks would do different effects or more damage depending on where they were standing. So it's like you're constantly moving and trying to maintain position because like this attack will do more damage from behind or whatever the case. But like this one is just the same thing through. So I'm glad I played it. Never want to play it again. Definitely <laughs> a low point in the series for me. Low so at po- this point, low point in the game pass. Uh, I can't think of a funny, a, a low point, of game pass and a low point of final fantasy. Absolutely. You, I should, think, get, you should get your money back. Oh yeah, I, sh- I should. I need, I need to get my quizzes back. <laughs> tell, like tell them, tell them, give me, give me two more quizzes to pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to. I know. I really need to start looking up the answers. Like I get half of them wrong, and that's just like money thrown away. Yeah. Uh, like quizzes, like the Bing quizzes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nah, dude. You, you gotta get, get less. I thought you got the same. I don't, it, like, don't you just choose on... another answer until it's right, and then you get the points? It depends on the quiz. Some of uh, them yeah. are. I think the ones that are like twenty or thirty points, you could answer as much as you want. But the ones that are fifty, oh, yeah. those are like those are Makes one sense. and done. If you get it wrong, it's you're done. Yeah. And, uh, hey, but hey, when but, you have chrome extension that does it all for you you don't you don't even care you don't even care man i it's it's wild it's wild see i usually just put it off to the last second at like eleven fifty when it's about to cut off and i'm too <laughs> tired to give a shit i just pick stuff and if i get more right than i got wrong then i'll be satisfied but oh, and you know that, what's gr- you know what's great about uh this chrome extension is you can schedule it so if you leave chrome open it'll just do it <laughs> oh that's nice yeah yeah Dude, yeah, like why would sounds, you even have to click on it? It should just that do sounds it every so tempting. But I'm I'm not that smart, so I'm not going to worry about it. Yeah. But, <laughs> but uh, then last. Oh yes. Oh, no, sorry, I was just going to say last real quick. King of Fighters 15 came out last week. Played it. I like it a lot. Um, the it's a pretty big roster. This is apparently the end of the story arc that they just introduced in the previous game, which makes sense though because before every game used to come out once a year and now it's like a four-year gap between games but uh not a whole lot to say about it just that it's better than 14 if you're on the fence they seem to really kind of refine this fighting system that they developed in the previous game um the online's pretty strong the community's strong so far because the last game both had really laggy online play and died immediately so there was no one to play with but 
but those games die online pretty fast anyway. So if anyone was interested in playing it now, it'd probably be the time to jump into it. Uh, and then, yeah, like it's, it's just a blast. Like those kind of, those games are really nostalgic for me since I grew up playing them in the arcades and the liquor stores and stuff. Yeah. So, so seeing it kind of rise back to prominence recently, especially, I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but I feel like the game has a lot more buzz ever since Terry came to smash brothers. Oh, for sure. So, for sure. Mm-hmm. There has to be a correlation. Um, yeah. I, I, I have a special place in my heart from um, King of Fighters because of the Fatal Fury movies. Mm, and right. uh, I remember seeing Fatal Fury on um, the sci-fi channel. And it was like uh, this guy was trying to collect all the armor of Mars. And I was like, yo, what the, what is this movie? It's wild. And like, like main characters died. I was like, yo, I've never seen it. Uh, one of these animes where main characters died. This is wild. It was great. And my, <laughs> and my Shiranui, God damn. To this day, to this day, my Shiranui is top 10 waifus. Oh God. I can't stand my, which is why I was angry because I always try to pick this, the uh, default teams instead of doing the mixing and matching and my favorite characters <clears throat> paired with her. So now I don't have a choice, but to play as her, <laughs> but yeah, who cares Who um, cares about her fighting? It's, it's the uh, character design. Well, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's distracting. <laughs> how am I, how am I supposed to win? How am I supposed to play? It's, it's like, it's just like in your face. It's like trying to like, you know, it's like trying to play bang dream at the strip club. You can't do that. <laughs> but, but, I would love. I would love to take you both to a strip club. Which Let's one? Go. Oh, f- all right. Fucking done, Derek. Uh, next time you're in America, we're we're going to a strip. Club. I mean, I'm I'm going to America in four days. No, seven days for packs. No, for uh, a couple concerts in Seattle. Oh, oh cool. Okay. All right. Yeah, the, yeah. the next time we're we're in an American city together, I'm taking you to a strip club. Okay. <laughs> done. Done. <laughs> Speaking of strip clubs in America, Derek, what have you been trying to do on eBay? <laughs> what a segue. Yeah, I've, uh, I think I mentioned it on the last episode, but I have decided to finally part with uh, my Amiibo collection and a few other things that have just been kind of sitting around for years. Um, and it's interesting because it was like, you know, they've just been sitting in boxes. I don't really care, blah, blah, blah. And then as I start packing them away, I'm like, but, but I, but I spent so much time on these and <laughs> it's all, it's all very sad. It's, it's an interesting, like I haven't sold things on eBay for a long time. And it's really interesting in that, like for the most part, it's so automated now. Um, you know, like, like it used to be, you'd have to like go to either write a shipping label manually or go to like a website to do it. And now it's like, you don't even know the name of who you're selling it to. Cause it just PayPal or eBay does that all automatically. And so you don't even like need to know any of that. So it's all very efficient feeling. Um, you know, I wish it feels like people don't give feedback anymore, which I, you know, I like, I see this thing was delivered three days ago. Could you let me know if I could spend this money or not? Or if you're going to complain, like, you know, stuff like that is, uh, <laughs> is a little bit annoying. And then there are like just some douches on eBay. And I got a message from somebody that I want to just read. And I hope he's listening. Cause Uh-oh. fuck you, Chris. Um, <laughs> no, his name is Mike. His, his name is Mike. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Chris so, pretty upset right now. <laughs> so he, he like you know, I, it seems like a lot of there's a lot less like auctions these days too. But like people just generally post things as like 
buy it now. And then once it expires, if nobody buys it, it just like renews itself and um, it's all very easy, but you can choose to take offers as well, which is great because if someone like wants to pay, you know, a little bit less, that's fine. I just want to get rid of these things. So this guy sends me, it's like a Wario Amiibo. And I think I've got it posted for like 40 bucks Canadian or something. Wait, he's uh, sending, he's sending you a Wario or you're no, selling? I'm selling these. I'm selling. Okay. The Amiibos. I'm not buying anything. Yeah. So he sends me a, like some low ball offer, like really, really low. And then I'm like, you know, I just want to get rid of them. So like I add like, six or seven dollars canadian to the to like a counter offer with like six or seven dollars more and then he counter offers again with like one canadian dollar above his original offer and then i was like fine fuck i don't even care like i'll just i just want to get rid of them and it's that's like you know i'd rather take the hit and, and get rid of it now versus like sitting on it forever um and it's like you know, between when I send the, the the counter offer and when he sends his counter offer, it's like a day, like it's almost a day in there. And then, then he like agree. You know, I I, re- I accept his counter offer, and then he sends me a message, and it says, "Before I pay, I want to make sure you pack this very well. I've already bought the same amiibo three times, mint, and because of poor packing, it came in damaged. I got all my refunds back, but principal idea is pack it well. Don't half-ass it with a couple of pieces of paper and call it good." Please spend a little more and pack it well. You give me that and I'll pay. Otherwise, why are we wasting our time? Wow. <laughs> like, no, like, hello. No, like, no, hello. Like, how are you? I'm really, you know, if somebody had come and been like, you know, I have, like, I'm really particular about condition. Would you mind, like, packing it? You know, packing Jesus. it really well. I'd be like, yeah, for sure. No problem. As soon as I read this message, I'm at like, there's no. Samurai sword? <laughs> <laughs> while, say, while typing that out, Jesus Christ. As soon as I read this message, I'm like, there's no way this guy's getting this on me, but like, he's a piece of shit. Uh, and like, good, good for you, Derek. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Also like you're literally like it, whatever I send you, you, it sounds like you're just going to try to refund it and send it back or like scam me or something. So I, you know, I send it, but he's d- decided to buy it. And if I just straight up cancel it, like he could leave me negative feedback and I have a hundred percent feedback. So I don't want to like bring that on to myself if I don't, if I don't have to. So I sent him a very cordial message. I said, Hey Mike, thanks for the heads up. I've not had any issues with shipping in the past. And I believe that I pack things quite well. It sounds like you have pretty sky high expectations, which is someone who collected myself in the past. I can appreciate with those expectations and with the added work and cost of a cross border return. If something doesn't work out, I think I'd like to hold off on this transaction at this time. Thanks for your understanding. And I hope that you can find a unit that meets your needs soon. And then he responds like 10 minutes oh, later. 10 minutes later. <laughs> oh my God. And it just says, and it just says, so you are cheap. Thanks for wasting my time. <laughs> oh my God. I was he just, was, and I so was, he, it was, it was, was low balling you. And then one of you, exactly. And then he calls me Oh my God. And it was so, it was so hard not to like clap back at that and be like, like, like why, first of all, if you're going to come at me with this, you know, it's because he wanted, to pay very, as little as he could, but then also have it packaged really well. Like, you know, after the fact, like, it just seems ridiculous to like, I think it was like 30 or 40% less than it was offered up for. And then he's like, don't be cheap. And then he calls me cheap after he like lowballs me in the first place. Um, yeah. And like, <laughs> just and normally like if, if it wasn't eBay and it was say like any other store, if you're getting premium shipping, they would charge you more for premium. Oh shipping. yeah. Yeah. But like, no, I think it's all, and all yeah, that. it's it's all like a plan because because the shipping cost is also already like agreed to when you agree to buy the item. So it's like he's just I don't know, just just ridiculous. I just thought that that was entertaining and worth sharing. And fuck that guy. 
Um, is there any way, is there any way, oh man, I wish, see when it comes, uh, um, when it comes to something like that, I would have been like, yo, dude, fucking eBay moderators. Come look at this chat. Look no, at this guy. I was going to say that too. Like, are, can't you like report? I mean, he wasn't like cursing you out or anything, but that's still like, right. it's still like intimidation but, tactics. Yeah. And yeah, like, maybe, I don't know. Do it. Yeah. T- do like it. totally. Do, yeah. No, no, no. Okay. No, okay. I'm not gonna... All right. okay. No. Okay. So, so this is your as rock. <laughs> Mike from America is as rock international. You're me versus Azrock, but Derek versus Mike in America. You have to do this. <laughs> I don't think so. You have to do this. Nah, I have, a, no, I have no. a better idea. Tell him that you changed your mind, and then when he inevit- when he inevitably sends it back, take his return address and send it to send it to me, and I'll go find him. Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm just adjusting my microphone here. No, I I um I think uh, Derek, I think you should. Uh, pursue uh pursue yeah, yeah yeah pursue i'll get right on it i'll get right yeah. on it um yeah yeah aside from that i have been playing some video games as well um picked up horizon forbidden west uh when it launched and uh have put probably about 20 hours into it so far they the game have you wait 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 sorry 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 pause yeah D- i I, I took a, a a fourth and goal um, a veto on changing the the title, uh, and uh, I just uh, guessed that one of us had played Elden Ring. But has anybody actually played Elden Ring? Nope. Uh, I but I did purchase it and I played it for about five, <laughs> ten minutes. Okay, that's uh, good enough. Okay, okay, that's good enough. <laughs> <laughs> it was basically like I ran to the first like place where you find enemies and then died a few times, and I was like. Cool. I, I I would like to play more Horizon. Now. <laughs> um, like, fucking yeah, te- yeah. Technicality. Um, one of my close friends, uh, Doogie, who's been on uh, this show once uh, on a lost episode, and who has been on Xbox Game Passengers a handful of times, um, he picked it up on day one, which is like just over two weeks ago now, and I think he finished it this Friday. So he's completed the game now, and he he's something like a hundred and ten hours which is like four and a half days or something like that over a two week period, which is just wild. What the uh, fuck, he was dude? so into it. Um, uh, it that, like it just seemed to take up all of his free time. And yeah, he, he is the reason I bought it. Cause he was just like, it's so good. It's so good. It's so good. And then I bought it and then I was like, cool, but I'm really into horizon right now. So um, yeah, horizon forbidden West uh, I'm playing it on PS five and it is spectacular. Um, yeah. I like every, you know, I talked a month or so ago about finishing the first game for the first time and how much I enjoyed that, but how much certain systems uh, and, you know, things like the facial animations were rough and things like the side quests didn't seem like they had any point to them uh, in a lot of cases, both in terms of like they weren't super interesting, but also the rewards you got for them. Any qualms I had about that first game seemed to have been squashed in Forbidden West. And it is hell yeah. It's probably the best looking game that I've ever played, like, and like just from a graphical standpoint, but also like just how different the world looks depending on where you are in it at any given time. Um, you know, I won't try, we'll try not to spoil anything, but there's different like biomes around, so different like weather uh, and stuff like that. And they all look so vastly different. It's like spectacular looking. Um, They've really improved the melee combat, which is great because it was super, super basic in the first game. Um, there's like six giant skill trees to like go through now and to, um, to you know to, to upgrade yourself with, and it's like 
it's really interesting because it doesn't seem to punish you for like your play style. So for instance, like I don't really care at all about like overriding, uh, overriding the, the machines. And I don't care really about traps and stuff like the traps always, I thought were kind of oh, dude, I'm all about fire traps. <laughs> um, <laughs> and so I've put just a few like points into these trees and stuff, but it doesn't feel like, like it, it doesn't feel like you're shoehorned into having to use this stuff at any time. Like, um, you know, and like the rope caster and the bolt caster and, and some of these other things. Like I just have like four or five like bows, different bows with different types of ammo. Cause the different, the types of ammo have been expanded as well now. So can, I just have can like, you, uh, d- um, are there different areas of like different maps you can go to? Um, no, but the map is like massive. Okay. All right. Yeah. Can you, can you get different bows from like different, towns or villages can oh yeah think? absolutely yeah so you could easily say you have bows in different area codes <laughs> oh my gosh wow that was quite the setup thank you um, <laughs> um yeah it's uh I th- there, there's a couple things that i wish i wish that it had i wish that there were different loadouts offered um like because you can have i think six weapons equipped Um, and then you just like choose, select them from, from like a weapon wheel, but it's like, it's like there, you know, now I'm, now I'm going up, up against a monster that, or a machine that has a, like a different weakness than what I have equipped. And so it's just like kind of cumbersome to like go in and like swap out like one of your weapons for one that has the element that you're looking for. Like if you could have different, like, uh, like loadouts and if it was like really easy to switch between, if that was the case, I could see myself using like the, the the rope caster and, and those types of weapons more. Um, it just seems like it's too cumbersome to jump into your inventory and like reorganize everything um, for every like different situation. Whereas loadouts would make it much easier. That's really the only thing. The game seems freaking massive. Like I'm, I'm about 20 hours in and it feels like the story has been excellent so far. And, and the side quests are really interesting this time. And so I've done a ton of side quests now I'm just kind of at the point where I'm like, okay, I'm this, I've played for this many hours and I feel like I haven't made too, too much progress on the main campaign. I need to like get back to that now type thing. So I've been just kind of mainlining the, the main uh, story missions for a bit, but it's like the story's so interesting and it just feels like I'm just getting started still. And it's, uh, it's really, it's the game that I wish that Ghost of, Tsush- Ghost of Tsushima was. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> so... So it it just needed a strong female character. <laughs> hey, a quick aside: I'm really mad at Sony because they re-released their like uh, National Women's Month picture of all their female protagonists mm. playing games together, but they cropped out Cat from Gravity Rush. Really? They cropped her out? Yeah, <laughs> it pissed me off so much because that's like my favorite <laughs> game they put out. But anyway, they just wanted you it. wanted you to forget. I just wanted to, I just wanted that to be out there because fuck. There's any hope of a third game, there it's, it went. It's gone now. Yeah, um, yeah. I would like wholeheartedly recommend it for anyone that like. I don't know. It's just an excellent like adventure game from the get go. But it's just like it improves on absolutely everything that we saw in the first game, which I, uh, you know, took three tries to really get into, but but I loved <laughs> on this third attempt, uh, and I just like I can't get enough of this one. So, uh, do you, Horizon Forbidden West. Do you know West. if you got? Do you know if you got in the cutoff for them to plant a tree in your honor? I did. Uh, I think I did. Yeah. Yeah. That was kind okay. of a cool campaign that they're running. I think it tell, was just. Tell me like, about that. Yeah. Basically, it, they prior to launch announced that essentially for the first, I think it ended on like the 10th or something. So a few days ago, or it might still be going. Um, 
<laughs> I think it was also though only up to like a hundred thousand, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, okay. That probably was they hit, hit that like then. on day one. Yeah. So yeah. Well, I did not play it until like day three or four. So I then maybe I didn't. But yeah, Shane. Any, anyways, a um, just kind of as a launch campaign thing. It was like everyone that obtained a, a certain achievement within a given time frame. They like planted a tree for that. So that's neat. Yeah. That's cute. That's just I like that. Cute little thing. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's great. Aside from that, I uh, that's all. That's really been taking up much of my time. Uh, and then, uh, I've played a little bit, uh, it was just on sale recently on the PlayStation store and I was super interested, super interested in it from the time it was announced, but Kana Bridge of Spirits, um, which is that like, kind of like everyone, when it, when trailers first came out, everyone was like, oh, it looks like a Pixar movie type thing. Cause the, the, you know, the characters very stylized in that sort of way. And then there's like these little like tiny creatures that she kind of collects, as you're going along uh it's it's uh, it's like i'm not far enough like i'm 45 minutes to an hour in it was like on a horizon break uh that i started started it um but yeah it's like it seems super cool combat's really fluid the the story so far is really interesting and you're basically this um spirit guide who uh goes to this like town where it seems like something bad has potentially happened and there's all these like evil creatures and stuff and then you find uh, these little tiny, like really cute creatures as you go around uh, and they're called rot for some reason. I haven't figured out why yet, but they uh, like help you in combat. Like you can kind of throw them on dudes to kind of make them slower or stick them in place. And uh, you also use it to like progress uh, the, this, like you use it to clear this like poison that's kind of taking over the, the, you know, environment and, uh, you like find enough of them in an area and then you can kind of move on to the next area and stuff, but it's really fluid. The, and uh, yeah, it's pretty cool so far. It's like apparently only like 10 or 11 hours, which I think is perfect, especially because horizon feels like super fucking long. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm more of like a short game kind of guy for sure. So I'm, I, I definitely will see my way through Cannon Bridge of Spirits, but that's it. That game reminds me. What was that 360 launch title where you were a fairy girl and you and you could like was it tra- cameo? cameo? Cameo, yeah, yeah. That game reminds me of Cameo. Mm. I've not, I've not played Cameo. I, I, I kept hoping that it would pop up on the Xbox Game Passengers list, but it hasn't yet. You, you know, you can probably just, you know, I, I, th- I could talk to the producer of that show, and I think I might be able to get mm-hmm. that game on the list. I do that too long. You I think, do that too many you think Doogie's free? um well we (laughs) i'm looking forward to the next one though which is michaela and i and then uh it's going to be you know i had i did not release a show this month because a bunch of stuff happened and i couldn't finish the game in time so uh it's going to come out for april 1st and then the next one i think is you and i josh and we're playing dang and rampa hell yeah yeah. (laughs) hell yeah i would love see honestly Ooh, um, uh, a while back, Derek picked up Demon Souls, and I uh, astutely, oh, I traded that shit in. And I, <laughs> I astutely said, I don't think that's a Derek game. Yeah, you're so right. You've never been more right about anything. And it was uh, no, the game. Oh, it makes me so mad because it was gorgeous, and the gameplay totally into it. Totally loved it. I hate, just hated that. Like, it's just too. It's like not an efficient game to play, and it's super inconvenient to play because it's just like. Like 
why why okay i've gotten to the boss cool cool i didn't know what he was gonna do so it killed me in four seconds now i gotta spend another half an hour getting back to him again like fuck that let me start outside of his room also (laughs) i die you know also i use all these healing items and now i now not only do i have to go back to him for half an hour but i don't have the healing items i had before like that sounds terrible it wasn't fun Hmm. yeah it I remember back when it first came out on PS3 thinking the exact same mm-hmm. thing. Like, and it's not the difficulty. Like, the difficulty is fine. And I, I am, like, getting more into, like, more difficult games. Like, Returnal became, like, probably my favorite game last year. But it's just the inconvenience of even playing it that that really turned me off. Yeah. If, if, if your one-word uh, review of a game is inconvenient, I feel like... I mean, it... I gave more words than that. I gave more than one word, so... Okay. All right. All right. If if you had not, to give not a hyphen fun is is you, know, if you need one. <laughs> uh, but that being said, I I don't know if Danganronpa would be a Derek game. No. See, I don't know anything about Danganronpa to the point where Josh. I think it like whenever it came to Game Pass and Josh was like, "We should play this." I was like, "Cool. I'll finally get to find out why those anime babes are those game consoles." And that's not the same thing at all. <laughs> yo, yo. Uh, even though, even though they have a character based off of Xbox, that franchise, for whatever re- reason, still seems to be strictly a Sony exclusive with an uh, occasional Switch appearance. Okay, okay. So that's, yeah, that that game. Um, uh, I, I I finally remembered what it reminded me of. Do you guys, Josh? You probably do, but do you guys? Um. Do you remember the OS tans from like the actually, early 2000s? Actually, no, I have no idea what you're talking about. No, no idea. So OS tans were... You're saying an- OS 10? Uh, T-A-N. <laughs> Tango, Tango Alpha November. Lion, Snow Leopard. Oh. Uh, <laughs> no, there's there's these anime girls <clears throat> that were made um, to represent different operating systems. Mm, and okay. Uh, I remember they blew up, uh, you know, in the mid 2000s and uh, some of them were like official, like you could get a Windows 7, like OS 10 edition um, copy of Windows. And there was, you know, like a Windows XP and like all these different characters. And I remember uh, the high school aged um, uh, Shane was really, really into the Windows Vista OS 10 because that was a very bloated operating system and they designed her character with giant tits. <laughs> so I was really into that. But yeah, um, the Neptunia games uh, remind me. Or yeah, yeah, well, they, yeah. That's that's pretty much why they designed the Xbox girl in Neptunia to look the way she does because the Xbox is so big. Yeah. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah. All right, I gotta open up a tab, look her up. Is that is that all you've been uh, playing, Derek? That's it for me. So I... Um, uh, fuck Demon Souls, though. Yeah, fuck Demon Souls. Not for real. Fuck all those games, and man. Like the, the only know. reason the only reason I bought Elden Ring as well is because he said uh, Doogie, being he, uh, said that like when you die, you just like can respawn like really close to it, and you're like recharged afterwards. So I was like, okay, like I will play that potentially if I ever finish Horizon. But uh, you know, I'm interested in that because I found the combat and the gameplay itself fun. It was just like horrible. It was a horrible slog. Yeah, having to run back 20, 30 minutes. Yeah, Jesus definitely. Christ. It's terrible. Which, which for some reason, I, I don't know why I like Bloodborne so much. Because that sounds tedious. Maybe I just like the, the Bloodborne environment way more than I did like Dark Souls. Uh, Dark Souls 3, I I banged my head against a wall so many times. I was like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck Dark Souls 3. 
and just went into Bloodborne way better. Mm, I think, yeah, I, think yeah. the, I think the the aesthetic. Speaking of aesthetic, uh, I've played a couple of games. One of them uh, being a recently released game by Amazon called Lost Ark. Has has anybody heard about this? Heard That's a little bit. MMO, right? Uh, eh, kind of, kind of. Um, it's a it's it's basically a Diablo style game, uh, which is k- kind of an MMO on its own. Um, if you're playing it online, but uh, a friend of I, um, Lee, a Geekscape alum, uh, old co-host of the Geekscape Games podcast, and uh, he's like, "Yo, let's check out Lost Ark," and so we did. And this game is so Asian. It is so Asian. It is very Korean. It is very Asian. Uh, when you're doing the like the the preamble of the game, where they're setting up the lore and everything, there's a character in it. Uh, and he's a priest, and this is like a fantasy style game. And he's a priest, but he has uh, the haircut of like a modern K-pop star. <laughs> and I was like, man, this is a real. This is a real. The real Korean game, and I looked it up, and uh, this game came out in 2019 uh, in South Korea. Lost Ark did really, yeah, yeah. Wow. This, huh. this, this yeah, is this is this is and uh, it had a budget of like 85 million dollars to make this game. And I'm sitting here, I'm like, where did the 85 million? Where did it go? <laughs> like this game is this game is thin. This game is advertisement. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> but it won a bunch of awards like in 2019 in Korea. Like it was it was some like hot shit. And so of course it, it came here, but it, it, um, it, the character design reminds me of, oh God, what's the name of the game? It, it reminds me of, oh God, what is the game that NCSoft released? Uh, all right, it does, uh, it's escaping me, but the character design was. No, no, which is where, where we're going. I uh, like a Immo- mortal, immoral, something. Anyway, anyway, uh, the character design is very, uh, like, very Asian, like shovelware. Uh, it has a, like the the they have a certain aesthetic to them. The weapon designs just look bizarre. Like it just it did not click with me at all. Um, we we put some time into it, but it was just yeah. I have to sit back down and, and really start to get into it. But everything feels super tedious. Um, but that, um, Lee and I were, were playing and I said, yo, uh, this game is reminding me of Guild Wars and we should get into Guild Wars. And what, what ensued was me trying to recover my Guild Wars one account. And, have, um, so, uh, I was able to recover my Guild Wars two account, my arena net account, but I could not, could not get my uh, GW one account going. So I emailed, um, uh, I emailed support and I said, Hey, you know, help me out on this and everything. And they, and they, they ended up resetting my arena net and I was able to log in and see my GW two account on there. And, uh, I followed up and said, Hey, awesome. I got in here, but I don't see my GW one. Can you help me out? And they, they said they couldn't find, they couldn't find any of my, uh, Guild Wars One info on there. I was like, "Oh, oh shit!" But being Shane O'Hare, the son of Patrick O'Hare, I don't throw anything away. So I went digging <laughs> into a box and I found my Guild Wars Factions CD case <laughs> from 2005. Pulled that out, 
took a photo of the key and the case and the UPC and everything. And I said, hey, you're not going to believe it, but I bought this game when I was still in high school and I still have it. What can you do? And they were like, oh, shit. OK, um, well, we uh, we looked up that that access key and we found your account. Uh, can you? No way. Yeah. Can you can you? Um, uh, but due to security reasons, we can't tell you. And I was emailing them from the account that uh, it should have been attached on. Uh, for security reasons, we can't tell you the email, but we can tell you what the domain was. Can you tell us all the emails you've used with this domain? And I was like, shit, I've only ever used one. And I said straight up, hey, I've only ever used one. You know, what can we do? Uh, I don't I would I've only used one. I never would have changed it. And pretty much instantly, they, they just straight up said, hey, you know, what? looks like uh, your account was compromised. We changed it to here. Uh, we attached, we linked everything together. You're good to go. Um, just enable two factor. We enabled two factor authentication for you. You're good to go. Bing, bang, boom. And I was like, hell yeah. That's pretty neat. Yeah. Dude, like that's they, awesome. Yeah. So signed in a Guild Wars 1. Are there 1 still servers all... up for the Guild Wars 1? Yes, there is. And it's wild. And fired it up. And there's, there's my my necromancer mesmer from 2007 um and i still had like guild wars prophecies and the guild wars factions um the different uh, so, so the thing about that th- that game and it's very similar to gw2 but if you've never played it when guild wars one first came out it was revolutionary that you would buy the game but you wouldn't have to pay a subscription and it's an it's an mmo yeah that's why i bought guild wars 2 yeah because i like had played World of Warcraft off and on, but like didn't have time to commit enough that it was worth paying monthly because might a whole month might go by and I might not be able to play it. Yeah. So that was like what really attracted me to Guild Wars 2. And then Guild Wars 2 was a blast. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the thing that I didn't like about Guild Wars 2, so I had this Necromancer Mesmer character and back high school Shane was really into the um, car insurance mascot, Aaron Insurance. <laughs> So I named <laughs> I named my character other people. Yeah, I named my character Aaron Esurance, and that was one of the the ways I was able to um, recover. I was like, hey, you know, this is my main character. I had a bunch of other characters that were like a couple levels, but this was my main. Like she was basically maxed out, and they're like, cool. And the the armor that I had for that character was very modest, uh, especially for video games. Like like no cleavage long sleeves like it just looked badass it was a like this gothic you know i was playing a necromancer so it was like this gothic looking outfit and when i fired up guild wars 2 my character had tits out like ready to go i was like yo this is they took a hard uh you know design change in this game but um but i, I fired it up um, oh, and another thing, about, sorry, uh, getting back on track. Another thing that was cool about the game is that they had a bunch of different expansions, um, prophecies, factions, um, a third one. And then there was like a fourth one that uh, I, I think just added content to the other three. But you could buy each individual one and just play in those zones. So you you could, you know, just play all the factions, story missions or whatever. And then if you bought the prophecies, which is the first one nightfall was the third one you could go in and play those and then play the stories from nightfall it was really revolutionary at the time and another cool thing about it was you would progressively download um the assets for the areas as you went so if you you know as you slowly progress through the game you would download each zone and the assets and the you know the mobs and the the stuff for like that so you wouldn't necessarily have to install this giant 
giant uh, installation package. You only, you only installed what you needed. And the, the gameplay loop of it is you have like a hub city and then you would go out into the world and that would be your instance. You wouldn't run into any other players. The other players you would run into were the, only the ones that were in your party. So it was um, super fun and logged in, saw my character. And I was like, hell yeah, loaded in. And I was in the exa- I was in the city that that I, I vividly remember logging off for the last time in Ascalon City, and I was like, "Dude, this is throwing me back to high school." And there was, you know, how when you uh, you're playing like a multiplayer game like this, uh, you can when you go to a town, there's different instances of each town. So like America One, America Two, America. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm, right. Uh, I met up with Lee in Lion's Arch, and there was the only option was America one. So I'm like, okay, there's, they are nowhere near player cap. And I remember back in the day, if you, if you weren't running into players, that was weird. Now in this game, when you run into players, it's like, Oh, there's a person, there's a person. Look at, look at, look at the person. They got, they got a username. And we, um, uh, I was in some town and I was just like joking in all chat. I was like, Hello, is anyone there? And some dude's like, Hey, how's it going? I was like, yo, there's players in here. And I was like, I'm just getting my bearings. I haven't played this game since 2007. And this dude was like, holy shit, I wasn't alive in 2007. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, man, I'm, that's wild and old. But we, uh, I took him, I took Lee from the the closest city to Ascalon that he had on his map. We fast traveled there. And I um, I pulled him, pulled him through. And it was just, it, man, it shot me back to to high school and it's a really fun game and you know it's dated graphics but it's still it's still uh you know it's not ugly you know it's not like it's not like it's not like going from the jump from like gamecube to n64 where like the 3d graphics were yeah it's 3d but it's a little scuffed looking (laughs) yeah it'd be like it'd be like going from like um xbox one to xbox 360 it's just like the polygon count is just a little um a little off yeah but it was um, super fun. Uh, you know, it was a great time to get back into it. But we were running through the um, uh, to like get to the next checkpoint, and we were rubber banding all over the place. Like I'd be running behind him and the henchman oh, yeah, yeah, you can yeah. hire, and they we'd just be like instant transmission, like <laughs> all over the place. And I could only the the only image that popped up into my head was some some dusty ass server in a co-location center somewhere <laughs> fired on. Like when we loaded into this instance, it was like, like these old, uh, like Western digital Raptor drives, like, like popped off. And some dude comes running into an office. God, Chuck, Chuck, <laughs> Chuck, there's people, there's people on the server. What do we do with this computer turned on? It hasn't been turned on in a decade. He's like, I, I, I don't know. I'm, throw some more cable modems at it. Like, well, what do we do? What do we do? And you could see the server like, uh, uh, okay. All right. Uh, wh- how do I do this again? Like, I need to remember how to do this. Uh, uh, what do I do? What do I do? It was, it was a, um, it, it was, it was a charming experience and I'm looking forward to dumping more time into it. I think we're going to roll a new character, but there was some weird stuff. There were some like, weird player interactions. We we went to this one city, and I'll send you guys the photo after we record. But we went to this one city, and there was this guy standing there, and he had like a matador outfit on, but his head was like a snowman with like a carrot nose and like a top hat, and he was just standing there. 
and he had a username and he was in a guild and he was just just standing there and if you walked in front of him the character would do like the the air guitar emote and he would just start like headbanging and air guitaring and i was like huh is this like this is weird and if you walked away and came back he would just be static again and then if you walked in front of him it would just go off and i was like sending him dms like yo what like what are you doing i think this was just some some bot <laughs> that yeah. some some person set up like hey if you if someone targets you or whatever do this emote it was it was such a bizarre it it was such a bizarre experience seeing this obvi- obvious player character with a weird outfit in a dead city in a dead game just there <laughs> going off it's it it, it, it was akin to Imagine there's like a, a left behind kind of incident or like, a, you guys know the left behind book series? Yeah. No. Uh, the rapture, ha- uh, rapture happens and everyone, you know, everyone who's a good Christian. There's a movie with heaven. Nicolas Cage, isn't there? No, that's the knowing. Uh, Kirk Cameron uh, did the movies. No, like um, I think there's a recent movie with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, it's called the knowing. No, and not the knowing. Oh, City of, City of Angels. No, there's a 2014 movie called Left Behind that stars Nicolas Cage, and it's based on those books. Oh. And Chad Michael Murray. Interesting. Well, the only thing I can imagine is a Left Behind incident pops off, and you go and, you know... (laughs) It got 0% on Rotten Tomatoes. Okay. All right. Well, good. Good. (laughs) Um, And you go to a theme park and you're walking past like animatronics that pop off and start like dancing when they like detect someone in front of them or like you're going into a Chuck E. Cheese and the band, you know, rock fire explosion is still playing. That's that's what I it felt like just this desolate post-apocalypse city. But there's somebody who's still doing air guitar emotes. It was it, it was weird. It was weird. But that also set me off onto another nostalgia train of the Matrix Online but that's for uh, <laughs> that's content for another episode. Um, so those are the. I really games. said I missed out on the Matrix Online, dude. It's wild. There's there's a team trying to recreate it from scratch and have really? private servers. That'd be neat. It is. Uh, it is very. The last time I checked into it, it was very buggy. Um, but it also. Um, do you remember Hellgate London? Yeah, totally. Vaguely. And that that was uh that's another game that people are privately developing. That, no way. Yeah, that um that I the last time I checked it out it was very sketchy and, and scuffed and same thing with the, the Matrix online private servers. So they're there. They're there, but um dude, imagine if Matrix Online was still going when that fourth movie came out. That'd wow. be super cool. Because wasn't that movie about Matrix Online? Pretty much. <laughs> well in Shane doesn't it, get it because he hasn't seen it. I haven't seen it. Oh, you it. haven't seen it? No, I haven't seen it yet. The first oh, hour oh. I loved. Oh. Well And then the rest I, happened, but I will I, I will watch it. It's like I don't know if I love the first hour. I felt like the first hour was making fun of me for watching it. <laughs> <laughs> it was very right. like I, I don't know. It was just very like meta, I guess is the word, but it was just so I felt yeah. like the first hour was so unique and then it just like devolved from there. Mm. Yeah. Like it's like I liked the first hour, but there were so I think at least two or three times they go like, you know, oh, you know, sequels are they make some comment about lazy sequels yeah. or something like yeah. that. 
or audiences only care about nostalgia. And I'm like, man, you're making me feel bad for watching this. <laughs> um, I, I'll check that out. I'll check that out. But um, in, uh, I don't know if they made this reference, but in the Matrix Online, canonically, Morpheus dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyway, that's what. Uh, and I've uh, got into some SnowRunner, as per usual. It is just a a, a fun game to be uh, mindless on and just drive trucks around. Uh, I'm in. Uh, I've moved on there, from Montana. Is there like a Freedom Convoy DLC? <laughs> Damn oh. it! I was just gonna say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I uh, I'm sure I'm sure there's because you can you can install mods. This is a very heavily modded game, so I'm sure there's a Freedom Convoy mod. You should like, check it out. <laughs> like like scare scare political leaders out of their city with honking simulator <laughs> phantom honking so but that's that's a i mean not much to say about snow runner uh this is the first time i've seriously put some time into it since i got my new graphics card and um uh it just uh it runs it runs much smoother um but i was maxing it out before but that's that's it for games uh you want to pound out some news dr Derek? Yeah, absolutely. I would first love to hear a quick word from our friends at $2 late fee, however. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Do, okay. I've, I've, I'm starting to be a better Geekscape network, dot network host, and I'm uh, actively listening to more, um, uh, more shows in the network. And I've fallen in love with $2 late fee. Um, they recently had a gentleman on there who did a documentary on the director of, a uh, bunch of our like favorite like eighties movies. The um, the guest was Derek Wayne Johnson, and he uh, did a documentary on John G. Uh, Advilson, um, who did all the Karate Kid movies and like a bunch of other like Rocky movies and stuff. And it was an enthralling podcast. So I implore you check out this ad for two dollar late fee. I thought you were the ad for a second, but now we're gonna play the <laughs> ad as well. Wow. Yeah. Play that ad, Derek. Hi, friends. The world got you down. Don't be sad. Listen to $2 Late Fee with Zach and Dustin. $2 Late Fee is the podcast that celebrates the best decade of entertainment, the 1980s. We pick a movie and soundtrack from our youth that we loved and see if it holds up today. We also interview your favorite celebrities from that era. All in the spirit of positivity and togetherness. Check us out at $2LateFee.com. Yeah, news-wise, um, does anybody else hear that buzzing? No. 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 Okay. All right. No. News-wise, <laughs> cut that, cut that, cut that, cut that. <laughs> news-wise, there's not too much going on in the past little while, it feels like. Um, uh, Journey, though, turned 10 years old today, which made me feel really old. Uh, Journey has been around for almost a third of my life, and do, do you, I assume you guys have both played Journey at some point in the past I've, 10 years. I cried at the end of it. Yeah, it was so I, beautiful, and it's like... What were you gonna say, Josh? What were you gonna say, Josh? I was just gonna say I played it briefly, but I mostly just think of the Mega sixty four skit. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah that that um the the best part about that is that they got the cops called on them because someone said they someone wearing a uh, a burka was running around downtown. No San Diego. way! Oh yeah. my god! Yeah, yeah. The behind the scenes on that is like pretty pretty wild. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I. I, I revisited it a few years ago because uh, Michaela played it for the first time and she like watching her play. It was like amazing just to experience it through someone else's eyes again. And then I feel like everyone has like this and it's so like 
neat, like watching her play, but me knowing that everything she's like, everyone that she's seeing is like another player. And it's not obvious at all, obvious until the end when it reveals it. And then you're like, wow, that was incredible. It was like the shared experience. And like, it was so hard, like not to say anything, but also like just to see the reveal happen and her like kind of like confused and then in awe. And I don't know, it's just, it's like one of the, most beautiful gaming experiences i think still that that exists and it's 10 years old now which is wild um yeah aside from that forspoken has been delayed which i was i'm pretty excited for it looks i mean from the trailer so far it looks like it needed a delay because it doesn't look like the smoothest experience but it looks like a really neat and unique game um it's supposed to drop in may it's now been moved to october 11th uh so not a huge delay but you know hopefully just enough to give them a uh, you know a bit more time to polish things, which which uh, 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 sorry uh, to to add to that uh, not necessarily that but that reminds me the we finally got a somewhat of a released trailer for Atomic Hearts and mm, yes I got like if you watch the release date trailer yeah it looks awesome chills, so hyped for that so. I can't I can't wait for that either definitely uh, you know, were you, you know, we gonna say Josh uh, sorry I was just gonna say that. I was reading an article about Forspoken getting delayed and right underneath it was a banner saying Forspoken coming in May. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've seen I saw something similar to that. It was like maybe I was watch I was watching like UFC or something, some something that they were a sponsor of and it was like coming this May and I was like, it has already been delayed. Um so that was pretty funny. Uh aside from that, uh you guys know the no clip documentaries? Oh well, a huge fan of it. Um Frank Frank Howley um uh, mega 64 alum mm. uh and content producer works for them oh nice does some really good um he produces on them uh i just learned today yeah they they like everything i've watched from them has just been fantastic and they i just learned today they are doing a documentary on the the creation of black mesa uh which is probably very fascinating based on uh, obviously it being like a remake of one of the best games of all time uh the trailer looked really cool and it seems like there was a lot of like crazy shit that happened during the development and it took forever obviously so uh yeah i can't wait to watch that um aside from that the only other thing that i was really excited for playstation had a terrible state of play uh last week that oh, was yeah what yeah, yeah what, what came from that uh the only thing that i can remember is that uh there's a big new update coming to returnal and it's getting like a uh, big new free update sorry to to um, specify there's full, full co-op the game's getting full co-op uh for the whole campaign uh and also like a, which is unreal like that sounds like so much fun uh also how do they i don't know how they're gonna like work that into like you know the balance and the difficulty like it's just gonna be more enemies because it's pretty hard as it is uh but it's convenient so i kept playing it uh, <laughs> and then well, there's uh, um we uh there's a new show coming to the geekscape network called um uh, uh playstation uh, game passengers, and uh, we're gonna play that. So, Derek, do you wanna do you wanna be on that new? I'll show be your or? guest for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You start up the show. I'll be your guest. Okay. Um. Yeah, and they're doing like a new kind of challenge mode too. So it's like some sort of I can't quite recall the name of it, but it's like a tower that you are trying to climb basically, and uh, apparently even like utilizes enemies that never like enemies that they developed but never actually made it into the final game. So it's kind of a cool way to be able to showcase that stuff as well. But uh, I think it comes out in a few weeks, and it's like totally like I thought this was like paid DLC and like a paid like co op thing, but it's all for free. So it's really really cool. Very excited for yeah, that. No, le- legitimately, like, uh, 
I'm 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 going to book you for playing co-op with me on the game. I I haven't purchased the game; it's on my list. Mm-hmm. But I would I would love love to play it. Yeah, game's a blast. I would play. Yeah. I would play co-op. Yeah, and if and when you inevitably ghost on me, Josh, do you want to play it? <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. That hurts. I'd I'd love to not play it with you guys. Well, the funny <laughs> thing, the funny thing is, I was about to buy it the other day because GameFly was having another one of their sales, and they were selling it for thirty five dollars, and I was being like. Uh, back and forth on getting it because i know i'm probably not going to play it anytime soon and i finally decided to pull the trigger and then they took they had removed it already damn Aww. like they still had it for purchase but only if you rented it first and i don't have a membership anymore so. oh yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so uh yeah hell yeah guys level 201 back at it again hopefully we can uh get our personal lives in order um <laughs> there will be less uh tragedies for the uh the multiple hosts on uh geekscape games but we'll get back to it. Uh, as always, you can find us on geekscape.net on Twitter at Geekscape Games Podcast. I can't remember our Twitter handle. Um, the, the original title of this episode was a terrible dad joke about how about the show needing more fiber uh, yeah. because we're very irregular at the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's, this show needs more fibre. Well, I changed it. Yeah. I changed it. Yeah. So um, you can, uh, if you want to follow me on Instagram, I'm the last Rocketeer DJ or last Rocketeer DJ. Last Rocketeer DJ. Find me on there. I'm going to be posting DJ content. Sick clips. On there. Nice vids. Taylor Swift mashups. Um, no, absolutely, absolutely. I, I'm I'm working. I'm I'm working on this is a little sneak peek. I'm working on a something called a transition song. And just to give you the quick, if you need to go from a very high BPM to a much slower BPM mm-hmm. quickly, and you want to change the vibe, like everyone's been like party rocking out, and you want to like bring it down. Um, so you, instead of, you know, slow, slowing each song down, you can make a transition song where the song itself changes the BPM. And I've, I've been tooling around with taking fortunate son. And then at the part where, uh, they go, uh, it ain't me. It ain't me over and over again, slowing that part down and then going right into shaggy. Wasn't me. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And if I can do it right, it's going to be fucking fire. That would be fire. Fire Island. Fire Fest. Huh? I mean. Thank you. Okay. Josh, where can we find you? <laughs> you can find me at Inu Joshua across all social media and gaming platforms. And Derek? Yeah, I'm at D Cranavelt across everything, uh, but I pretty much excited myself from them. So Geekscape Games is a place to be. And Xbox Game Pass. And at Xbox Game Pass. Thank you. (laughs) All right, everybody. We'll see you guys back here hopefully soon. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Geekscape Network.